When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Spending some time reconnecting with nature this summer? Here's a camping hack from L.L. Bean to make your next trip the best yet. Tired of your tentmate's flashlights shining in your eyes in camp? Bring an empty half-gallon milk jug or clear water bottle. Simply strap a headlamp around it, and it becomes a soft white lantern for everyone to see the light. For more camping hacks, visit youtube.com slash L.L. Bean. L.L. Bean. Be an outsider. And boom goes the dynamite. It is Monday or Tuesday night, and you know what that means. Kevin Ely and I are back with a brand new episode of the Boom, brought to you as always by Fight Game Media. Kevin, how's your week been, buddy? That's been chaos, pure chaos. Pure chaos. Is any? Have you been bit? Have you been bit? This I've week? not been bitten. My dog is okay, and uh, I've not My dog been is hit okay in the face well. by a chair. You know. When I first heard about this, immediately after last week's podcast, immediately, and if we had been checking our messages, <laughs> we would have heard about yes. the brawl between the elite. We would have heard about the uh, the all out fallout. We were during we the were, show. We were too we focused. We were too That's focused. Right. We had everybody blocked. I had puppet up blocked. We were way too professional. Um, but the first thing I said, legitimately, and I was not joking. Because I'm a I'm a dog guy, is I hope Larry wasn't there to see that. Yes, yes. and it turns out Larry was. Larry was. The Omega had the same thoughts as me. Yeah, tried to get Larry out, and he got bit for it, but not by Larry. No, nope. by Ace Steel. <laughs> I had a theory uh, last week that um, Larry that Larry did bite. Uh, you think Ace was taking the fall I, for Larry? I, I don't know. I, th- I wonder if maybe it was like, you know, when it was over, I Ace hope was this like, third party, I'll, I'll take this one, buddy. I hope this third-party investigation has professionals come in and compare the bite marks to everyone in the room, including uh, AEW lawyer Mega Paresh. Yes. I, I don't know how to pronounce her last name. I hope that's that's close. Um but so last week we talked about CM Punk was burying everybody at the press conference. Right. And since we've learned a lot more, first of all, we have learned from Dave Meltzer and a number of other people that he had been practicing this speech for a while. And he was telling people, get ready for the post-fight press conference after all out. Get ready. Apparently, yes. You're not going to want to miss it. Yeah. And also... If you have gone and watched the press conference 
mm-hmm. on AEW's YouTube, you're going to want to go watch the other version at Denise Salcedo's YouTube. Yes, absolutely. Because Denise is the only one that captures the beginning where you learn CM Punk, even though he said, I'm having to sit up here and mm-hmm. talk about Scott Colton, mm-hmm. was not asked about Scott Colton. No, he was not. He brought it up. This, by the way, as we've gone through the week, I've had friends that talk to me every day about wrestling. And at first, they're like, this has to be a work. I'm like, trust me, this is not a work. And now they're just, and, and now they've gone from this was a work to CM Punk sounded unhinged and they're worried about his mental health. <laughs> I, I am there as well. I am absolutely there as well. And for all the joking I've done and for all the joking I'm going to do, mm-hmm. and my dog is yelling about this right now. Mm-hmm. She is also worried about CTE with CM Punk. Hmm. He spent a lot of years in ROH, and I'm sure there were a lot of chair shots to the head over those years. It's a legitimate concern, and I haven't heard a lot of people talking about that. And I'm sure, I'm sure if Phil Brooks heard me saying this, he would be incredibly offended. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't care. Like, I legit, this sounded like the rantings of a crazy person. He was burying, again, one other thing that I thought about after the show was when he was burying um, Colt Cabana and talking about how this guy shares a bank account with his mom, mm-hmm. that's clearly meant to be a burial, as in he's saying his mom's helping to support him. Yeah, there were two Colt ways to take it. Either either he's yes. hiding his money by yeah by putting in his mom's account or that he was yep. such a quote loser that he was being yeah. supported by his mom but you texted yeah. me after that yeah. different take i like my 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 mom has had uh has had severe mental issues i'm not mental issues memory issues for a decade yeah. for a decade my dad had brain cancer I had, I had to have myself added to both of their bank accounts mm-hmm. to help them keep roofs over their heads because they, my mother would forget to pay bills. Right. She wouldn't know what to do with money when it came in. Um, and the same with my, with my dad when, when cancer got into his brain, generally, and a lot of people on Twitter spoke out about this, if an adult is on their parents' bank account, it's generally mm-hmm. to help them yes. because they're elderly. And also, it can't be a situation where his mom is helping him out financially. I don't believe that because the Art of Wrestling podcast was the first major wrestling podcast and made a lot of money mm-hmm. the man i believe is a co-owner in pro wrestling tees and AEW is essentially a t-shirt company that's pro wrestling <laughs> tees right. so and they made a hundred million dollars this year right AEW, that is the t-shirt company so i think i think he the man was doing just fine and so what basically what cm punk said was in my in my mind this is how i took it this man was helping take care of his elderly mother and, but because his name were on her bank accounts, I subpoenaed them mm-hmm. and frightened him into backing out of the uh, into backing out of the lawsuit because I then was threatening to come after his mother's money. Mm-hmm. And that to me was CM Punk saying, "Hey, everybody! In case you didn't know it, I'm a huge piece of shit. <laughs> I am just the biggest sack of shit you've ever laid eyes on." That's how I took it. I could be wrong. He might have been insinuating CM that that Cole Cabana yeah. hides his money. And I was yeah. going to go after it, and then he backed off. But that's not what I think actually happened. Right. I don't think that's what it was. The muffins looked incredible, by the way. I muffins did look incredible. Sausages. And I think that says a lot about my mental state, mm-hmm. and who I am as a person, that I thought they were sausages, because <laughs> that's what I wanted at the time, is large hunks of meat that you can just just snack on during press conferences. Yeah. 
Yeah. But then the and, press and, conference and ended, Kevin. I almost bought a case of Spindrift Lime Seltzers today just because of the the, the product placement. Ooh. It was so effective. Yeah. But then I remembered I that's that's the wrong like yeah. that, that's the I've kind of endorsement they need is the, the yeah. biggest a-hole in the business endorses exactly. these. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And um so then the press conference ended. And by the way, he said during the press conference, yes. if you have a problem with any mm-hmm. of these personal horrific attacks I've made here, <laughs> yes. come talk to me personally. Yep. And the young bucks said to each other, you know what? Yeah. This is a great idea. And I believe they then grabbed maybe the smartest move the young bucks have ever made. Mm-hmm. I, I am told they grabbed Mega Paresh. Mm-hmm. AW's head legal counsel and then headed headed to the dressing room and initially we had two stories we had CM Punk's story that mm-hmm. the Young Bucks super kicked the door open it broke into a million shards <laughs> Larry is 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 yes. frightened in the corner desperately pro- snapping and protecting Ace Steel's wife Yep. And the C and, and 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 everybody starts throwing punches. As things have mellowed out and as an as a corporate investigation has been launched, it turns out even CM Punk's own camp says that was a turn of that was a turn of fra- that was a yes. turn of phrase. Yes. They did not kick the door open. No. And even although CM I love Punk's the idea, side, I love the yeah. visual of them like counting like one, two, three, and then super yeah. kicking the door open. I need an animation of this or a complete recreation with everyone involved. I need them slapping their legs, all of it. Like one of those uh, South I, Korean recreations that they do. Yes. Yeah. Yes. By the way, have you seen the, the dark side of the ring on this yet? <laughs> yes, okay. I have. Yes. Everyone, if you haven't seen it, go on YouTube, dark side of the ring, CM Punk. Phenomenal. I also want to plug, um, I normally wouldn't plug a non fight game media podcast, but our uh, right. dear friend and compatriot Jeff Hawkins also hosts a, a podcast for uh, Voices of Wrestling called Shake Them Ropes with uh, Chris Novembrino. Yeah, it's a great show. It's my Saturday morning listen. Uh, but they began this show with a, a sponsorship message from Mindy's Bakery, which is hilarious and we're seeking out. <laughs> I believe it's That's on great. Twitter or YouTube as well. One second. I'm going to mute my mic. Okay. Keep talking while I reprimand my dog. Yeah. Yeah. Mindy's Bakery closed on effing Mondays and Tuesdays, apparently, is the uh, new new tagline. <laughs> also, I recommend going the Mindy's. I think it's their Yelp profile. They're okay. being inundated with uh, customer reviews that are hilarious. I hope they're good reviews. Because it's like, you know, when I trash my employers, reviews. I like to have a Mindy's cupcake. <laughs> with me man uh, the, i eat mindy's I, cupcakes mindy's. so that i don't eat kenny omega <laughs> <laughs> you know that would also be really good to wash down the taste yeah. of the elite um <laughs> after a heavy meal yeah, right um little mindy's so yeah my god they don't even know what they I, I they have to be have no clue what happened like as in you know, they got a shout out from a wrestler and then all this happens. Right. Um, <laughs> but as time has moved on, we've now mm-hmm. discovered that even CM Punk's side says yes, yes. they threw the first punch. CM mm-hmm. Punk threw the first punch. Yes, yes. Um, do you want to take us through kind of everyone who was there, everyone who was suspended? Give us give us it's all crazy. Give, give us the download and all that. So it sounds like it's what's not in dispute 
is that all th- that well i say all three but hangman wasn't there so hangman page and ftr apparently had left the building thank yes thank jesus in the heavens above thank right. muhammad thank all of them <clears throat> all of them yeah this would have been avengers civil war if they had been there it would have been ridiculous Good lord but when you read these names it's gonna be very interesting because it it does not i wouldn't say cause sympathy for punk necessarily but yeah. when you think about this situation he was a little outnumbered so omega and the jackson brothers go to his dressing room uh rather directly uh mega possibly with Perec, mega. yeah i think it Perec, yeah, Perec. i think it's yeah uh, that's it either followed them there or was pulled in like you know common consensus is that maybe someone alerted her hey you better get down there this is going to be bad or something like that i hope she was standing just outside the room and for some reason had a tag rope in her hand <laughs> and yes. when she got tagged she had right. to go in yep uh supposedly also mjf was in punk's dressing room when they arrived right right um Ace Steel. I hope it turns out all of this was orchestrated by the devil himself. This would be amazing. MJF. My God, that would be phenomenal. Yeah. So Ace Steel, Ace Steel's wife was apparently in the dressing room taking care of Larry, and she had an injured Mm -hmm. foot, which plays into it. Ace Steel. God, how many injuries did we get out of this? Good Lord. Ace Steel arrived when things were going on. Pat Buck, agent or producer. Mm -hmm. Uh, Chris Daniels also. Or head of talent relations. Head of talent relations. Michael Nakazawa, general lackey to uh, Kenny Omega and Brandon Cutler, top, chief top stooge. stooge. Yes. Yeah. Top two stooges. Brandon Cutler, theoretically, it'd be awesome if he was filming it like he films everything else. It would have been incredible. <laughs> they all you arrived. Imagine that yes. episode of BT, which, by the way, BT was like two days late this week. I didn't even watch it. Yeah. Um. Yeah, that'd be crazy. It's clearly not what they had planned. Right. I, I doubt. So, you know, if you go by the Buck story, they were, you know, solemnly wanting to confront their compatriot and, you know, reason things out as executive vice presidents or want to do. Yeah, they likely had briefcases with mm-hmm. documents inside. Sure. This is the other part of imagining. If I don't know Very if you recall, EVP. you know, what the look what the Bucks look was like. Uh, at the show, but like yeah. Nick Jackson had yeah. his like two toned Hollywood Hulk Hogan thing. Yeah. And I'm imagining the them going to have like this serious, real deal Phil Brooks to Nick Jackson confrontation. And he's just got that stupid beard while they're having like the biggest <laughs> fight of their life. The most heelish beard I've yeah. ever seen in my life. I really would. Okay. I'm trying to think how serious I want to be here. Okay. I, in my heart, I genuinely. Look, if chaos is going to happen, mm-hmm. if you're going to have a nightmare situation like this one way or the other, kind of wish Don Callis had been there. Also think it's probably for the best the Good Brothers are no longer in the company. Oh, Lord. This might have gone very, yeah. very differently. Yeah, that's true. Very differently. You know, the whole thing, I mean, we joke, the whole thing makes me just so sad. It, it really makes does. me really sad because this was, for years, for like mm-hmm. the better part of two years, this was... Mm-hmm maybe the greatest locker room in wrestling history in a major as major companies go mm-hmm. everybody described it as as like a big like a camp because mm-hmm. everybody was friends yep and it's something we actually talked about a couple of weeks ago mm-hmm. and that you, you bring in all these people from that came from a notoriously toxic locker room 
mm-hmm. and it brought the toxic locker room to to AEW. Mm-hmm. And as we've gone through the week, there's been a lot of discussion about how. And look, I'm going to be I'm going to be biased absolutely, and I'm I'm going to be and I'm, I want everybody to know my bias going in. Mm-hmm. I'm biased against CM Punk here because I do think he he started this. Like you can say Adam oh, Page started absolutely. this. Yeah. Adam Page started this in a way in which no Adam one Page even knew had what no was idea going what on. he was starting. No, Adam Page said these said what he said. He went into business for himself. He shouldn't have. He did it in the ring, six inches away from CM Punk, where CM Punk could respond in any way he wanted, and in he a cryptic way that no one knew. Yeah, yep. No one, no one realized he was shooting. No one mm-hmm. realized he was going into business. And that's and what's CM most telling. Punk stewed yep. on this yes. for months. Comes back attacks Adam Page when he's not in the ring and mm-hmm. still isn't satisfied and has to attack everybody. Mm-hmm. Everybody. And yes. shits on the company and in shitting on Adam Page in the way he did, saying he's never accomplished anything, mm-hmm. saying the Young Bucks have never accomplished anything. Mm-hmm. He's shitting on the company. He's shitting right. on AEW. Shitting the first next hundred million. Yeah, he's shitting on the fact that this is the first company since the death of WCW outside of WWE. It's made mm-hmm. $100 million. The Young Bucks are going to go into every pro wrestling Hall of Fame yep. because they started this company. It does not start without them. And as of last and week, CM Punk probably won't. No, no, that's a real that's that's something I actually just heard Garrett and Andrew Zarian talk about, mm-hmm. um, talking about how Kenny Omega is already in, in, in the, the Observer yeah. Hall of Fame. And this and is Punk the year is- that Punk would have earned a spot. This is the yeah, year that and, Punk would have would have cemented his place as a Hall of Fame worthy talent. Yeah. And now he's going to go down as the guy and, from 2014. And this is the question. This is the question. CM Punk is back in wrestling. He is literally selling hundreds of thousands of T-shirts. Yep. Like when you see the spots that Danhausen has done and others have at Pro Wrestling Tees, that building is 95% CM Punk shirts. Oh, yeah. Maybe 99% CM Punk shirts. Mm-hmm. He is the world champion, two-time world champion. He is now the Conor McGregor of, of AEW. And the two-time champ has never defended that title yep. and maybe never will. Yeah. So he's got the gold around his waist. Yep. He's he is headlining cards. He's doing million-dollar gates. He's selling all the T-shirts. Mm-hmm. And he is as miserable as he's ever been. Yeah, just won the title and just restarted a feud with his greatest rival in the last ten years. Yeah, yeah, and and is abs and all he wants to do is attack people. Yeah, and he had this planned out for weeks, for weeks. Yeah, had to. It. And not only and not. I mean, and and there have been people who said for weeks he said get mm-hmm. ready for the press conference. Mm-hmm. And so. Um, Jonathan and, Snowden, Jonathan Snowden yeah. had, had a very oh, good yeah. article I thought on some yes, yeah. about the miserable, the like the misery of CM Punk, and that he seems to always be miserable, and it does seem that all of his anti-establishment talk is all based in him being on top and people listening to him. Yeah, because a lot of this anger at at, at Hangman Adam Page was that he keeps trying to give guys advice and the people don't want it. Mm-hmm. And there's been a lot of talk of older guys and there's talk of like, and I, I clearly remember when Cowboy Bill Watts came back in the nineties and he banned people from the, using the top rope. And this mm-hmm. is during the early days of flying. I've been Brian thinking Elton. a lot about that this week. Yeah. 
and how some of the best minds in this business, when they're gone for just a few years, their ideas are now outdated. Mm-hmm. And now he was giving a lot of guys, I he was telling them to stop doing what they're doing mm-hmm. that got them on top. Adam Page has done some of the biggest gates in AW history, some of the biggest buy rates. Right. Adam Page is doing a great job. And the thing is, the only I think the only thing Adam Page needs is a few more years under his belt to be an even bigger star. Right. I don't think he's been doing anything wrong other than clearly the butterfly pants. <laughs> I'm a fan. I will always defend the butterfly pants. <laughs> here's here's the thing. Here's the thing that's telling about Punk. One of the things he 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 told on himself a lot that night. Yes, and, he did. And one of the things that he criticized everyone was, you know, one of the phrases that he would say was like, I'm running a business here. I'm trying to run a business here. These guys really don't thought... know how to do business. He would keep talking about that. Right. And yet here he is on the press conference of the biggest. He just did three shows in Chicago based on him, mm-hmm. based on his return. He's now the head guy in the company that has the potential to be the next great success story. Mm-hmm. His rival, his probably great all-time, his Roddy Piper mm-hmm. is back. And the best thing for business would be for him to talk about the hottest star coming back, who is his rival. And he yeah. barely mentioned him. And when he did, he basically said he was a child. Right. Or something right. like that. And the thing is, is this is very similar to... Whatever went down with MJF mm-hmm. at Double or Nothing, whatever. Right. It kind of buried Wardlow. And yes. this made everyone forget about MJF. Right. So MJF in that case, all it's kind of poetic justice about. for him. Yeah. Yeah. But this is two situations, two pay-per-views in a row or right. two out of three where we are not talking about who we should be talking about. Right. When the show's over. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's a that's a real, real shame. There was some. There was one other thing I wanted to say there, and I can't quite. Oh, the fact that he said I'm trying to run a business was very telling. Yeah, I'm. I'm trying and to that, run a business. Yeah, and that he's not in charge. He's not a. He's not right. an EVP. He's talent. He's not the owner. Yeah, he's talent, and he is saying he mm-hmm. is running this business, mm-hmm. and that and that is why he felt free to go into business on his own there. Six inches away, a foot mm-hmm. away, from mm-hmm. the owner of the company, mm-hmm. and to- and Tony Khan is the real to me. I don't want to say real villain here, mm-hmm. but this is on Tony Khan mm-hmm. because pro wrestling has always been filled with petty assholes. Mm-hmm. It's always been filled with giant egos. You're hot. You're, you're and and we saw the last time somebody gave free reign, and as in. Hogan had free reign in WCW. Yes. He had creative control of his character. Yes. And that helped destroy that company partially. And you've got CM Punk sitting here shitting on the company, shitting on the stars, mm-hmm. shitting on the EVPs. Mm-hmm. And that's really the best way my Louisiana brain knows to say it is shitting on. Yep. Um, he's burying them. And Tony Khan's just nodding his head. And I know that wasn't a nod of approval. In my no, head, that's just it was a nod like, of, yep, what do I do? Here he goes. Here he goes. Yeah. What you do is you shut it down. If you have, like, Dana White mm-hmm. is not usually somebody I would say to look up to when it comes to how to run things. No, but Dana White. But Dana White had, had, had a melee. 
He also had a melee this week. Mm -hmm. He shut down the whole press conference. He said there's not going to be a press conference. I know this is unprecedented. This is the best thing for the company right now. Tony Khan should have shut everything down right there. Mm -hmm. And he should have walked back with CM Punk to the locker room and chewed him out Mm -hmm. or had whoever his bag man is. I don't know if he has one. He needs one to help him chew out CM Punk for 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 that ridiculous display. Even Here all we he are had now. to do, even all he had to do was to just say, "Hey, we're not going to talk about Colcamana." Yeah. That's yeah. that's a that's a situation that he's he's not here to defend himself. I've given a statement on it. This is the statement. Punk didn't yeah. have anything to do with this. He could just shut down the conversation. It was my decision. He clearly doesn't want to talk about it, so let's not talk about it. Yeah. And put it on Punk to be, you know. But here's the thing. Yeah. There's a there's a there's an old joke. I don't know if I should tell it, but there was an old comedian. I can't remember know. who it was who would talk about. Uh, this was like in the eighties. It was like a HBO half hour comedy or something. And he would talk about Mike Tyson, right? Mm-hmm. And how Mike Tyson at a party, like when there are people who are like larger than life, right? And this is other than Mike Tyson also being like a monster at that time, you know, who could, yeah, who was probably the most feared man in the world at that time, right? But people that are larger in life can come in. There's different rules for them. And everyone just assumes that because they're larger in life, you have to defer to them. Mm -hmm. And so the joke was talking about how like Mike Tyson could go into a party and basically, uh, I won't tell it the way he told it in the thing, but basically put a part of his body into the butter dish and say, who don't like my thing in the butter dish? Yeah. And everyone would say, not me, champ. That's totally fine. Let me get some bread. And <laughs> that's without, without the joke's butter. much funnier when you hear it develop, delivered yeah. the way that I won't. Yeah. But that's what we, we all know. What went in the butt. He, he showed up with his spinnies and his, uh, in his, uh, muffins and threw them down and said, who don't like my thing in the butter dish. And yeah. nobody said, I don't like it. Get it out of here. Any yeah. one of those reporters, Dave Meltzer. Now, I'm not calling these people out, right? It's yeah. a normal human reaction that when someone breaks the rules of social norms, that instead of pushing it back against it, most people's in- instinct is to try to preserve the social norm, right? Well, so most people also, are going to be like, yeah. they're going to be, oh, I don't want to get an argument with him because he's being a jerk. So I'm going to be nice. And that's like, so the guy who... Uh, Nick Hausman, who, you know, completely got used to literally, he admitted you blew my spot because you didn't, because you're not friends with him. That's okay. Yeah. I'm going to go anyway. Brian Alvarez, yep. Dave Meltzer, they all got called out. Any one of them could have said, why are you talking about this? None of us brought yeah. this up. NFL Sunday ticket is now on YouTube and YouTube TV, which means that it just got easier to be an NFL fan. Even if you live far away. Like, maybe you like the Bears, but you're hibernating in Panthers territory. But with NFL Sunday Ticket, your out-of-market team is never more than a short distance away. Specifically, the distance from you to your remote control. NFL Sunday Ticket, now on YouTube and YouTube TV. Go to youtube.com slash presale to get $50 off. Terms and embargoes apply. Offer ends 919. No refund. Subscription auto renews. What's up? It's Kaylee Cuoco. When it comes to travel, we all have a happy place. I just went to my happy place. I just went to Maui, and it was truly amazing. Priceline has always been about getting you to your happy place for a happy price with deals you really can't find anywhere else, like up to 60% off select hotels in Costa Rica or five-star hotels for two-star prices in Cabo. Go to your happy place for a happy 
happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. As a journalist, in my mind, you want to do the opposite because you realize this this man is losing his mind. Right. This is a story. Like well, legitimately, that's part. some of them might be motivated yeah. too. But if I shut him down, but I'm not going to get good copy. <laughs> there should have been a lot of people in that room working right. for AEW who should have known. Yeah, we need to shut this down. Right. Even if it was a Chris Jericho or just somebody, it may not have stopped it, and it may not have stopped yeah. the fight. But it at least would have. Yeah. Yeah. We slotted so, 15 minutes for this, and we're at 25. Oh my God! You know what? If um if you're still with us, then you are clearly a loyal fan. Of yeah. Fight Game Media, 25 minutes in to something you've been listening to people talk about for the entire week at this point. So if you're that big a fan, you should check out our Patreon, patreon.com slash fight game media uh, for just $5 a month. You can help support me, Kevin, everyone else here at Fight Game Media. We're going to be giving you extra shows each month. Um, this month, we're going to be doing the inaugural Boom Hook Hall of Fame because Hook, of course, is our first Hall of Famer. And one of the greatest wrestlers of all time. Yep. And we're going to be inaugurating matches, people, shows into our boom AEW Hall of Fame um, very soon. And we're going to be when we do special shows like this each and every month, everyone here at Fight Game Media does for five dollars a month. You get access to it. It's one of the best deals, I believe, in in pro wrestling media. And of course, if you're a fan of pro wrestling, boxing, MMA, any of those any of those genres of combat sports. Check out fightgamemedia.com for all the latest news and information. And so, yeah, this is, I, as soon as we got off, as soon as we wrapped the show last week, I went mm -hmm. for, I basically was waiting for, for the Wrestling Observer podcast to come out talking yeah. about it. Then I went riding around, me and Puppet Up, listening, listening to Dave, mm -hmm. listening to Brian, everybody talk about this. And all I wanted to do was do another special episode with you. I all I wanted to do all week was just do another yeah. one. Yeah. And in the future, I think we should. We should just go live and do it, which we have the ability to do any night. Um, mm -hmm. But this is wild. Everyone is suspended. And there's been a lot of questions about, you know, why is why is Pat Buck suspended? Why mm -hmm. Christopher Dan is suspended? And I think this is mm -hmm. a basic corporate suspension of everyone who is in this room, go home. Don't yep. talk to anybody. Mm -hmm. The investigators will talk to you. Then mm -hmm. once that's, that's not a real suspension. It's not a punishment suspension. I have yeah. a feeling everybody's still getting their paychecks. Mm -hmm. But when the investigation is complete, then the real suspensions go out. And mm -hmm. there was a lot of talk this week about are CM Punk and, and uh, a still going to survive this. Right. And for the most part, it sounds like the locker room in AEW does not want CM Punk back. That is what That's I'm what hearing like, yeah. mm -hmm. from everyone who is well, ev everyone I know close to this and everyone I know who has better sources than me are all saying. And if I was there, I would not want CM Punk back myself. Mm -hmm. Right. I think you have lots of other stars. CM Punk may add a hundred thousand people to the, to the, to the viewers. Mm -hmm. But is and, it worth uh, it? Exactly. Is it worth it if everyone else is miserable? If everyone else is talking about leaving? Mm -hmm. um, supposedly there was there was something that came out from from uh, Fight Game Media's Ryan Fredericks about uh, about the elite kind of making overtures to to WWE, oh, right? And even and even he said 
that's everyone's made a bigger deal of this than yeah. it is. It was unrelated to this incident. It was before yes. it was when when they were at a point where they were getting option renewed or what or extension or right. something. Right. And like that. and it's yeah. what you do. It's right. simply what you do if you want to get a better contract. And it's what everyone yeah. should should do. Also, right, uh there was there was early on, and I haven't heard as much talk about it in the last few days, but early on there was talk that after this fight, the the Bucks and Kenny or just the elite, the elite. Mm-hmm. So I'll say that instead of the Bucks and Kenny, because I don't mm-hmm. know. Mm-hmm. Um, we're saying like um we'll walk. Basically, we'll walk after. I mean, they took. Yeah, like one that of them night, got punched. One, yeah, yeah. One of them got punched. One of them took a chair to the eye, which is a chair mm-hmm. to the eye is really freaking concerning. One yeah. got bit. One got his beautiful, lustrous hair pulled. Mm-hmm. Um, they put up with a lot. They got buried on national TV. They got the shit kicked out of them. It sounds mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. even though that. I mean, listen. At the beginning of the show. Last week we talked about on the show, Kevin, mm-hmm. that it sounded like CM Punk was threatening to enter the trios tournament with mm-hmm. Larry and A. Steele. Right. And in effect, he <laughs> did and and resulted in the champions getting stripped. So CM yeah. Punk, no longer champion. Yep. Young Bucks, Kenny, no longer champions. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I now know exactly where best friends lie in that trios division, and that is low. Yeah. They lost to uh they lost to Death Triangle. Who yep. they're great champions. Anybody in this would have been great champions. It's a real shame we couldn't get we couldn't get the Dark Order back in, but Alex Reynolds is now injured. Mm-hmm. Um everybody knows everything we're talking about, but I just wanted to get all those things in yeah. uh, officially on the record before we move on yeah, there this was, week in AEW. There was one thing that I noticed that I hadn't seen point out pointed out by a lot of people, which is a small thing, but it's the kind of thing I pay attention to, which was yeah. when, you know, they the uh, the title openers, the the theme songs when they kick off the show, you know, they update those quite a bit. Whenever they have a new champion, they'll update. They the took champion everybody slide, out, took everybody out. They took everybody out. Bucks, Kenny and Punk were all gone on both openers. Uh, and yet Malachi Black, who everyone believes is either taking time off and or maybe trying to get released, was still in it. Yeah. So. Yeah, that was interesting because from as I understand it, he has been given a release that is very conditional. Everyone is saying very, very conditional. As in, that makes me think you are released. But for the length of this contract, this extra four years, you can't go back to WWE. Hmm. I'm assuming that's what the conditions are. I that's what the condition so, yeah. is. Yeah. yeah. And I really hope we get him back. But if he doesn't want to be there, I don't want, I've always hated people asking for releases and not being granted them. I hate the idea yeah. of being forced to work somewhere or to work mm-hmm. nowhere. Mm-hmm. I don't like that. So I hope whatever he needs, he's able to go out there, achieve it, whether it's mental health or whatever, and maybe come back and, and, and be in a better position that he, he is happier with. For sure. <laughs> Well, you know what? Since we're talking about that, let's talk about that real quick. Okay. What would you do right now with mm-hmm. the rest of the House of Black if if he is indeed gone? Yeah, that's a really good question. I think because um, I've, I've been liking them a lot lately. Right. Oh, look, really a lot lately. I think Brody King's been coming along really well, and uh, and Julia yeah. Hart of all people has like a little presence to her now. You know, her her dark matches are a little more entertaining, and yeah, you know, she plays that role pretty well, especially now that she's gone like full Stevie Nicks with it. Um, Who would have thought that the cheerleader, right, 
<laughs> the problem was she's really a Stevie Nicks witch yeah. lady at heart. Like a one winged that of. witchy woman. Yeah. 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 Oh man. <laughs> also, the thing is you can do a lot with Buddy Matthews. Like he's yeah. he's finally, I feel like, embodied that character. Mm-hmm. He can he you know you can wipe the paint off his face, lighten everything up, and he can mm-hmm. just be a great heel, a great face. Yeah, he can he he can be great in almost any position you want to put him in. I would. And I probably, just hope yeah. he doesn't lose. Hope yeah. he doesn't go further down the card. Yeah, I hope neither for it goes further down the card. And I think Brody King's probably going to come out of this pretty well. And maybe look right now, you've lost a lot of people from singles competition. Mm-hmm. Brody King's a great guy to have as a single right now. Brody King would be a great guy to have. I'd probably keep him with Julia and have her be yeah. kind of the keeper of the monster kind of thing and. Probably not do a faction with him. Just let him kind of be a free range monster, and yeah, you know, maybe and if you Miro or you know, and if you don't want to do that, I've been begging for a monster heel tag team for a while. Mm-hmm. They're not a bad one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he'd be a great. I think he'd be really good to build up against Wardlow. Yeah, uh, absolutely. There's a lot of monsters. Like you got Hobbs, Miro, Hobbs Wardlow. Is exactly who I was thinking. Yeah. The mal uh, that Wardlow could really have a really good string of, you know, Heck Hulk Hogan style monster villains. Yeah. yeah. Heck with Bash the Beach. Give me AEW hoss fight. <laughs> I just a night <laughs> of hoss fights. Yeah. I will tune into that all day long. I am That'd there be for great. that. Yeah. They, they just need like Discovery right needs now. to have some kind of livestock documentary for them to tie into, that's, and then they. That's exactly right. <laughs> I feel like if if this were the 1980s, they'd be touring county fairs throughout the south <laughs> and like outdoor rodeo arenas right. where you can smell like, the hogs yeah. in the hog barn, Kentucky the mud matches time. or something. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, yeah, that'd be great. All right, let's see what else do we have here. Um, I would imagine, look, the best case scenario for this, mm-hmm. best case scenario for everybody is Tony is able to get everybody on the same page. Yeah. And we and, and we have long suspensions for the people mm-hmm. that deserve it. Mm-hmm. And at the end of those, you have an angry CM Punk come back, backed up by FTR, and he's going to feud with Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks. That would be yeah. phenomenal. Like a year it's not going to happen. Yeah, no. Yeah. No. It's not going to happen. happen. Uh, I don't think any of these people ever want to work with any of the others ever again. No. Um, I hope FTR that, okay. That, would be my, that was one of my big concerns was I really yeah. hope this doesn't poison the well for FTR. Uh, and uh, what, yeah. But here's, here's, here's a thought. And we may as well yeah. talk about this before we get into the all the details of the week, but you realize this, by the way, in 45 mm. minutes, we're still going to be saying the same thing. Like, oh, I know. Before I know. we get into the details, of the <laughs> I know this <laughs> will, uh, this will get us moving forward. The, I was proud of the show this week. And so here's a, here's the thing I was thinking. Yes. The reason that the reason that you and I do this podcast is because we both have similar stories of, we, we grew up loving the same kind of wrestling. Mm-hmm. We fell out of it around the same time for probably similar reasons, you know, just yeah. being burnout, not interesting anymore. Uh, you know, just into other things. And AEW is what got us back into wrestling and helped us love re- remember what we loved about it. Yeah. So, when we started this show, it was because we were both so excited to talk about it that we just wanted, you know, like we built this show and this friendship over like loving this show. Yeah. And what and the possibilities of what it was for the business. 
and this week was like crap. Is it all going to go down yeah. the toilet? That's the thing. I've been depressed about this. Yeah, like, I've been really sad. Like low, low level sad. It's like a loss of and innocence I, or something for AEW. Yeah, but it, it really is because it was this. I hate to say it, there was this kumbaya feeling. Yeah, everybody's friends. Everybody's on the same page. Everybody's having fun, and that may have been nice. See that fun in the ring. And the thing yeah. is, I do believe it was like that for a while, and it yeah. is a little naive to think it was mm-hmm. like a hundred percent that. Yeah. But then for it to get this toxic this quick and, and people people wanting out, yeah, that's really sad. Like I don't want to see miserable people not rest not not wanting to be in this company. Anymore. Yeah, exactly. I don't want to see people. I don't I don't like the like I want to see if I'm going to watch Dax versus Claudio, which is a dream match. Mm-hmm. I don't like knowing the fact that 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 most likely we've been hearing. That people have been whispering in Dax's ear, right, and in FTR's ears, trying to turn them against the Young Bucks and yeah. Tony Khan, and now it seems most likely like that was CM Punk. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. that we've got this toxicity that's spreading throughout this company, and it makes me not want to tune in. And I'm worried that we had a good rating this week because, of course, mm-hmm. and I yeah. honestly thought it was going to be a much bigger rating because mm-hmm. everybody wants to see what the result of this shit show is. Mm-hmm. And I really thought it would be bigger. And I'm really worried about what the next few weeks are going to look like. Although mm-hmm. I didn't look at the quarter hour breakdowns. If it stayed strong throughout the show, they put on a great show with great wrestling matches. Yeah. Also, the, the simple fact is AW usually puts on great wrestling matches. Mm-hmm. But in 2022, a large percentage of the wrestling audience isn't in it for great wrestling matches. Right. A lot of people are in it to chant a theme while mm-hmm. a guy walks out to the ring mm-hmm. to chant yes or to whatever and to be mm-hmm. a part of the show. Yeah. But for those people like us who came back after a long time gone, mm-hmm. want to see great wrestling. This was a this was a this phenomenal was a great show. show. Yes. And Tony Khan did something that I really respected. It wasn't mm-hmm. perfect, yeah. but I think he 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 got the people he could together mm-hmm. that are the mm-hmm. most credible. Mm-hmm. And have the most opportunity to be major locker room leaders, whether mm-hmm. they are or aren't right now. With Chris mm-hmm. Jericho, Brian Danielson, John Moxley, yep. had a company wide event beforehand where mm-hmm. they talked to everybody. Mm-hmm. And if you need locker room leaders, there's your guys. Yeah. And I don't know. I don't. I, I think Jericho has been. I don't know about Brian Danielson and John Moxley, mm-hmm. but I like the idea that when they needed to step up, they did step up. Yeah, they did. And by the way, both off John air Moxley, and on air. John Moxley gave one hell of a speech. Yeah. That speech he gave in the ring was phenomenal about becoming a legend. Yeah. That was awesome. Yeah. And and what this title meant, what it signified. And it was everything. Yeah. It, it was everything we think. It was the perfect like work shoot thing in that it had two levels to it. It worked within the yeah. world of AEW fictionally, and it worked in what AEW as a company means or what what it means to him. And right. what it should mean to the other people. And and I'm glad that he didn't do it in, in a he did it in a way that was like a Henry V, like, you know, call to arms, not a if you're not in with this, get your ass out the door kind of way. Yeah. It was like an invitation yeah. to say, This is where I'm going. I am taking this picking this ball up and I'm going here. It was Yeah. It was like I'm about to climb this mountain, follow me. Right. It wasn't a like if you're not with me, you're against me. It was yeah. just, I'm go- like, 
Right. Exactly. I mean, I'm all in. Yep. Like, come on, like, like join, like join in, join in the crowd. Right. It was a bandwagon speech kind of. And the layout of the show, including the little detail that I brought up about deleting them, deleting the elite from it Mm -hmm. was to me the high road in a way. Now, a lot of it was probably legal. They couldn't legally address any of it. They probably didn't want to even mention their names just to avoid anything. But and they didn't. It's like getting dumped by your girlfriend mm-hmm. and showing up to the party with the hottie, right? Like, yeah, it's like the, the best. Baddie. Yeah, the or patty. Yeah, exactly. the The best way to show them up is say this company can move on without you. Yeah, but to all and, four of those people, and I think it can. I think. Mm-hmm. You've got the people, right? Again, those three people we named, Mm -hmm. I think any one of them can step into CM Punk's place. I really do. Jericho, maybe not as much because Mm -hmm. we've we've kind of already seen that. Also, I think you can do amazing things with Claudio Castagnoli, Mm -hmm. Adam Page, although I kind of think just his involvement in the beginning of all this might Mm -hmm. be kind of why he, he ended up losing... Mm-hmm. losing that match. Yeah, probably gonna, just like, let's just kind of brush him to the side and keep him yeah, out of it. Just just for a little while. Just mm-hmm. for a little while as as a semi-punishment mm-hmm. um, for whatever role he had in, in the birth of all this. Mm-hmm. Um, but they, they have the talent. Even your Samoa Joes. Like, they have a lot of talent they're not using effectively. Mm-hmm. Well, again, MJF, Will Hobbs. Like, these, these guys are the future, and they've been the future. Mm-hmm. What did you think? Okay, what did you think of, first of all, we got the tournament for mm-hmm. the title, mm-hmm. for the world title. And um, and they. I don't think they initially said this is a champion's tournament. But then they kind of established that throughout the episode. Everyone in this, mm-hmm. multiple time champions, and they were including WWE title reigns. They that, were, yes. Which I thought was very interesting. Mm-hmm. And um. And they threw in Sammy Guevara and uh, and Darby Allen, which I liked. Um, yeah, and they had clear reasons. Yeah, there was. And they, a, they Darby Allen was the longest running TNT champion, and Sammy Guevara's held held it more times. Three times. Three yeah, times. Three time champion. And um, what did what did you think of the tournament? Do you think these are the right people in it? Um, I think for the limited the match, considering that he that he had to backfill it from saying, okay, we're going to do the finals of Arthur Ashe. That gives us this week and next week only. Right. Um, you know, they were limited in what they could do. So I think that's probably one of the reasons they called the audible or, or not an audible, but why they decided right. to do the, uh, the buys, mm-hmm. um, makes sense for Mox to be in the buy. He was the last champion. And right. Then Jericho is the only other former. Well, no, cause Hangman page would have been in it. Well, yeah, but, both, they, were, they were both in it. And they're but both but by their logic, they could have said um, Jericho was the first champion, so therefore he gets the bye. And, uh, you know, hey, oh, you're talking buys. My bad. Yeah, yeah. just why he's I in wasn't. the bye. Right. So all the former champions are in, and then the two most significant TNT champions are in. I think you could have made a case to put Miro in there. Yep. That's um, what I was about to go. And then I don't know who the other one would be to make it eight. But returning, you know what? Hmm. That would have been the time to, to to debut John Cena, man. That would have been it. <laughs> that would have been amazing. We know he's out there. We know he's out there. <laughs> or The Rock. Yeah. <laughs> what a get. Yeah. What a get that would be. 
So I like oh, it. I think for the for the abridged way that they did it, uh, you know, it's pretty solid. I th- I think they were intentionally trying to set up like, hey, we these are matchups we know are successful. So Danielson, Hangman, right out of the gate, mm-hmm. you know, two of the best matches in Dynamite history uh, were those two. You made you made an interesting point that three of the guys in this tournament, Brian Danielson, John Moxley, Chris Jericho, they're the three guys that ran the meeting um, before the show. Mm-hmm. They're all former WWE guys. Right. But I've got to say, all three of these guys feel like AEW guys. Yeah. Well, two of them are day one. Jericho and Moxley. Yeah. Right. They are the guys that that have been there since the beginning. Mm -hmm. And I have, of those three guys, to me, John Moxley is one of the last people that would ever go back to WWE. Like, he feels like an AEW guy through and through. And I think a lot of that speech was from the heart, genuine. Yeah. Yeah. This company means a lot to him because it it allowed him to keep going on a major level mm-hmm. outside of that company the way he wanted to, and lets him be yeah. the guy he wants to be. He can go to GCW and yeah, crack some light tubes open, and you know, do New Japan at some point. You know, I love he's the the character to me. He's the most similar to in in recent wrestling history is of course Stone Cold, mm-hmm. and he's the guy that wanted to crack beers open. And Moxley's the guy that wants to crack light tubes open. Right. And I love it. <laughs> I'm, yeah. I'm not the biggest fan of light tube wrestling. No, me but, either. Uh, me either. But GCW has brought me around to being much more accepting of the insanity because to me, I don't watch GCW for wrestling. I watch GC and I don't watch it for blood and I don't watch it for light tubes. I watch it for insanity. Yeah, I watch it because that's, true. Anything, that's a good way to put it. Literally anything could happen. Yeah. And that's what I tune in for. Yeah. Because you've got Nick Gage with pizza cutters. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden you might get Matt Cardona and John Moxley. Mm-hmm. And that's ludicrous, man. Yeah. <laughs> it's ludicrous. You could get all those and the Rock and Roll Express on the same night. Yeah. That's why I'm a GCW guy, at least a little bit. Yeah. But um also Brian Alvarez recently participated in he did. in uh Game Changer Wrestling. But that's, that's right. off the subject. I don't want to go too far. We're 47 minutes into the show here. and We are that's not right. very far in our notes. Where do you want to go to next, Kevin? Uh, we let, we can well, we can skip through the little news things. Why don't we already hit? Eddie Kingston's COVID. Yeah. He should be back in a week or two. Hopefully he'll be he's back for guy, New York. He's a guy that I think if he hadn't had the, his kerfuffle with Sammy Guevara might have been a really good yeah. non-WWE guy to help kind of lead that locker room. And I'm hoping he'll be back and will help lead mm-hmm. that locker room. He very much was during COVID. Yeah. For a while. Yeah. yeah. Um, and also I think like that incident was a major incident in AEW history in that it's our first, it's the first time that we know of that someone has been suspended mm-hmm. for physical altercation in an established mm-hmm. a precedent. Yep. Literally a week or two yeah. before this major incident. Yeah. He, this yeah. melee. Um, my God, I want I want the reenactment. I like just give me a crappy like travel channel reenactment of this. Yeah. Or, uh, yeah, I need it so bad from both people's perspectives. Yeah, I need the I need the young well, bucks, you know, suits and ties, like yeah, with briefcases going in, and then I need CM Punk with them super kicking the door open. So I oh, read the uh, I read a um, somewhere an account that uh, all the uh, statements that were taken in the investigation have been done, have been video recorded because most of them were done over zoom and they were video recorded for the record. 
Okay. And I, I really hope they have that. Well, they better have those We're, things locked down. Cause if those things leak, I mean, we need like a January 6th commission special, like, I need, like editing I need these clips together. So bad. <laughs> oh my God. For yeah. Real. Yeah. This feels like the old, uh, Oh, what was it? What was that commission on Kennedy called? I can't remember the war. Was it would, the Warren commission? The Warren commission. Yeah. This is yeah. like the modern day Warren commission for AEW. Yeah. yeah. My dad is literally digging out of his grave right now to, <laughs> They even forgot the Warren Commission. Oh yeah. my God. Um <laughs> so let's see. So and and this is a serious the they're taking the suspension seriously. Mm-hmm. Um I believe it was was it Kenny that, that couldn't do the swerve swerve podcast? Yeah, Kenny had to cancel the podcast. Yeah. That's one of the only things they you know, like we said, the BTE was you know, didn't BT talk about was it. delayed probably while they were working out, can we release this? Right. You know? And um Probably skipping ahead, but um, one of the other things I noticed this week that I thought was really smart was how they did the acclaim segment. They had them come out, start to do their rap, and then uh, Swerve interrupts them and kept them from rapping. And I thought that is so smart because there's no way they could let Max Caster rap about the only thing he should be rapping about. Yeah, and yet letting he, he him rap, rap about, about anything else and letting him rap about anything else would be lame. So they turned it into a heel move, which I thought was really smart. Right now, the one okay, we let's we can't leave the drama just yet because this okay. isn't the only drama. There's also still the Thunder Rosa drama. There's been Thunder Rosa, he yeah. has the sandbagging incident, yeah. And now we had Tony Storm, possibly in character, possibly not, hopefully, though, in character, mm-hmm. saying like Thunder Rosa said, quote, says, quote, unquote, says she, she's injured, yeah, says she's injured. Yeah. And then, um, apparently, so apparently there are some people who believe that, well, okay, much like Conan everyone accepts, multiple takes. Yeah. Much like CM Punk is generally is accepted by everyone to have thrown the first punch. Everyone accepts that Thunder Rosa has a bad back. Okay. Uh, the, the question is that she reported that she had the bad back a few hours after she was told she was losing to Tony Storm at All Out. So did she pull a Shawn Michaels, which I believe there you are, know, there are multiple women in the, in the thing who believe that, you know, back in the day and that, and I'm not saying she should have done this, mm-hmm. but you know, the old school way would be you're hurt. You're good. Put over the title, get through the match and take time off. And, uh, what are you, what are you doing there? I listen. I have a long history. You just sidelined this podcast. I'm very sorry by saying that. So we're, we're, we're seeing each other on video and I'm moving my head back and forth, looking at things. I have a long history of just Mm -hmm. saying yes to things when Mm -hmm. I don't know what somebody's talking about in public. It's not what's going on here. Okay. For instance, at my local Walmart back in the day, people would ask me questions that I thought were way too complicated to answer. Like, why are you in here at 2 a.m.? Like, do you, do you work nights? And I'd be, uh-huh. or do you work, you know? And I'm like, yeah, absolutely. Well, where do you work? Do you work down at the quarry? Yeah. Absolutely. Yes. I, I use the simplest answers to get out of yeah. things. Uh-huh. However, that got more complicated down the road when mm-hmm. everyone, like the people at Walmart, thought I was married and was going through a divorce and I worked mm-hmm. in the rock quarry. It led to a lot of awkward conversations. Yeah. Uh huh. I learned my lesson this week, Kevin, that you don't do that. You okay. don't do what I've been doing my whole life yeah. to a barber. 
Oh, so okay. Barbara's That's like, okay. would you like for me to do such and such? And I'm yeah. like, sure. Absolutely. Right. And then I said, I have no idea what that is, but go for it. Yeah. And they went for it. And I hate my, I hate my haircut and I hate what they did to my beard. Well, it looks fine. And I'm living, I'm living a nightmare here, Kevin. Oh. A waking nightmare. I'm sorry to bring that and, up then. And now that I'm having to see myself yeah. in this camera, because I'll tell you, I have a full beard, Kevin. I have a full beard for a number of reasons. Yeah. One of which early on was I got carded going into Spider-Man 2. Spider-Man 2, of course, was a PG-13 movie, right. and I was in my 20s. <laughs> but also, because I am a I am a man of girth, a man, mm. a rotund gentleman. A man of substance. I have a, num- a man of substance. And um, I have a number of chins that I like to hide, and a beard does a great job of hiding all those chins. And they... And this woman took my full beard, mm-hmm. and I just wanted her to make it shorter. Mm-hmm. But she instead, like, sculpted no it. beard. Yeah. She no. sculpted it. There's like a strip of beard on the sides. Yeah. So all my fat is just shining through. <laughs> That's not and true. Then, like, and then underneath the beard, there's like, it is all like a naked neck. And it's just in my mind, no. every time anybody's looking at me, my head's pulled back and there's just <laughs> giant fat roll underneath. And I know that's not true. No, I saw none of that. That's that's what I'm seeing right now. Yeah. That's what's going on. If that was the way you described, no I would have seen. known exactly what you were doing and I wouldn't have brought it up. So, yeah. so Instead, you were, you were just sort of just turning like, your profile and I thought, is, he, what, is something like, wrong with his what? headphones? Is he having a Tourette's? <laughs> I apologize and for again, bringing that's this oh, is great no. podcast material. Thank you so much. But uh, I think it yeah, looks nice. So I think you look I think, nice. I appreciate that, but my OCD will never I, no, I understand. accept that ever yeah. until everything is grown yeah. back in like six to eight months. Or yeah. However, let's hope it goes it. fast because God knows you don't need to be seeing me looking at my profile every week here. Yeah. But <laughs> yes. <Sorry>. So. <laughs> So okay, back back to Shawn Michaels. Back to Shawn Michaels. And what I was going to say real quick before you get back into Shawn Michaels is, yeah. there was the talk of of Thunder Rosa hiding in the bathrooms. Yes, this is yeah. kind of the hiding in the bathroom. Yeah, of of losing the title. Yeah, it's kind of what I think people are getting at here. Right, right, right. Losing her smile and such. Yeah, and then Conan yeah. like sticks his nose in. You know, because Conan I, and I didn't know about this. I didn't yeah. I had no idea. And I can't remember where exactly it was. He said this or some other or maybe he has a radio show or a podcast. So he probably said it on there. But apparently he was booking her for something. And he says that she said, well, I can't do it because I have a torn ACL. And then in a follow up phone call, she talked about her back. And he said, what do you mean your back? I thought it was your knee. And she was like, oh, it was my no, it's my back. And he was like, well, why did you say it torn? Like. Look, we all torn have ACL. torn ACLs in our lower back, Kevin. All of us do. Yeah, Come I on. thought it was a torn ACL, but it was really my back. Yeah. But, you know. People mix those pains up all the time. Who knows? There may, be, there may be a charitable way to, I don't know. Anyway. Anyway, no, but again, no, no one seems is, to trust Thunder Rosa. Yeah. And I don't know how trustworthy Conan is. I really don't. I really say that because I don't know. Yeah. Um, how accurate. Well, we do uh, know that Conan is generally. Is. He, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> He, he he can uh, spin a tail as we. That's you know. that's kind of where I was going. I feel like he's yeah. he, he's a BS artist. Tends, he tends to hyperbole at yeah. the very least. Yeah. And then maybe the best the the, the best beef going on right now <laughs> is Bobby Fish. His not, yes. his contract was not renewed by AEW. Although I've heard they did work on 
renewing it, but they didn't mm-hmm. come to terms. Mm-hmm. So I'm gl- I'm happy to hear that. Yeah. But right now, Adam Adam Cole is out for a long time with a. It turns I think it's a concussion. Yeah, concussion. Mm-hmm. Um, his Kyle O'Reilly is out fusion. for eight to nine months yeah. neck fusion. Mm-hmm. I feel so bad for him with that one. That's yeah. horrible. Yeah. Um. So it's like if Bobby Fish was here, he would just by be by himself. The whole point was to have the um, undisputed right. elite versus yep. you know that whole right. thing. Yeah. And it's kind of like Bobby Fish is out. The CM mm-hmm. Punk thing pops off, and Bobby's like, <laughs> "Here's my chance. I want to take him on. I want to take him on in a martial here's arts competition." Chance. Yeah. Exactly. I can. And, here's my here's my path to relevancy. Oh my God, Dana White, book that. Book it yeah. right now, man. Book. So he he he. It's calling out CM Punk for his bad martial arts, which I'm like, everybody knows that. Yeah. Everybody knows he's bad. He is not a good martial artist. Yeah. But then there's been talk of like his martial arts wrestling style. I'm like, that is also non-existent. He does not have a martial arts wrestling style. Yeah. That's like, that's That's like, like, that's like critiquing uh, John Cena's like little Dragon Ball Z punch that he would do when he's in the China house shows as like, you know, poor kung fu it's form like, or something it's like saying you know some of the best brawlers of all time stan hansen terry gordy zach saber jr right. No. <laughs> right. no no one of those is not like the other yeah this man is not a martial artist even though he pretended to be in the yeah. ufc yeah and that's you know the only what? place he pretended to be one i'm gonna give a rare defense of cm punk okay he did not ask to be in the ufc the fratitas called him and made him the offer and if oh. I'm CM Punk, mm-hmm. if I'm CM Punk and somebody calls me, mm-hmm. and gives me the opportunity. Listen, if somebody yeah. called me right now and offered for me to play a game for the New Orleans Saints, mm-hmm. I know I would leave crippled for yeah. life. Mm-hmm. Never walk again. I would say yes. If somebody offered me to be in the UFC, as long as I could wear a singlet covering my torso, I would say yes. A hundred percent. If I had to be shirtless, that would be a hard no, because I don't need to be that GIF for the rest of my life. Or a GIF, if you're one of those people (laughs) saying it wrong. So, yeah. But, no, I would not say no. And he said yes. And Mm -hmm. I think that's the right thing to do, win or lose. That is an incredibly rare opportunity he was granted. And, again, he didn't seek it out. UFC called him. Mm, That's breaking news to me. And Ryan Fredericks will back me up on that. Okay. I'm certain of it. Yeah. I mean, he. Yeah. Um, okay, so right. I think we've covered. I wonder all if we can get through the rest of the show without mentioning CM Punk. Let's. Oh, if let's try. We're not going to do that, but let's absolutely. We've got thirty try. minutes left. All right. Oh. Well, we are going to talk about the heat index. I yeah. think that's where we need to move to next. Do you want to cover anything else before the heat index? No, I think that's good. Yeah, okay, we have very we have very different heat indexes this week. I okay. compiled mine in 20 seconds because yep. I've been so obsessed with the elite and this other man we've talked about, right. with the muffins, that I wasn't even thinking about the heat index. So let's cover yours, okay. then we'll jump into mine. Okay. Number, uh, you don't have an honorable mention this week. No, no honorable mention. Oh I, I thought about having a dishonorable mention, but you would know what it would be, so I won't mention it. <laughs> uh, I you have number, yeah, go ahead. One last thing. Yeah. Crazy respect to Kenny Omega. We alluded to it. Every side of this argument has, agrees. Kenny Omega attempted to get Larry out of the room from mm-hmm. the beginning. Yep. I really respect that because Larry 
and the wife are the two that were not really a part of any of this. Mm -hmm. Larry's the only one that did not understand what was going on. That's right. Huge props to Kenny Omega for that move. Somehow that was also interpreted as a crossface by a steel. No need to get into that. Let's cover your number five. Okay. My number five is Brian Danielson. No, uh, Brian Danielson and Chris Jericho. That's the, the two guys. Cause yeah. a lot of it for, well, the reasons we already talked about stepping up as locker room leaders and, mm -hmm. and the, the franchise people, uh, Danielson for stepping up in ring Jericho for his character work. Uh, we mentioned that they co-led the meetings before dynamite. Um, I think, uh, and I, Dan the Danielson hangman match was awesome. It was almost as good yeah. as the, the, the two they had earlier in the year for the title. Um, and for coming out of nowhere, just being able to put that match together, just fabulous. Real quick for any new, new listeners. And we did have a lot of new listeners last week. Maybe mm -hmm. some of those people stuck yeah. around the heat Welcome. index is kind of what, well, yes. Welcome to the show. The heat index has kind of become one of the key, like, kind of the bulk of this show, and it's what mm -hmm. we we think are the truly hot angles right now in mm -hmm. AEW. Not what they want to work, what we think is working. Yeah. And each week we cover our top five, Kevin's and then mine. Generally, they're pretty close, so we generally focus on the same ones. This week they're going to be a little different. Yep. And I think this is perfect. And also, I mean, like you have listed here in your notes, the character mm -hmm. work from Chris Jericho, mm -hmm. the in-ring work with Brian Danielson, mm -hmm. his match with Hangman was was phenomenal. Um, I don't know if you could touch those first couple matches, but they came they came awful close, man. Yeah, I w I would actually have a case that you could put Danielson all the way and give him the title. Uh, at Arthur I Rash. think he's a solid to me. He is a solid replacement for CM Punk. People were real hot for both of them for very similar reasons. The only mm -hmm. difference is Danielson wasn't gone as long. That was the real difference. Um, I would love that. And I also love the idea of there being some tension in Blackpool yeah. with be, between because I think I, I would love for it to be Blackpool versus Blackpool in the final. Mm -hmm. That's what I would love too. I don't know if we're going to get that, but we'll see. Yeah. Do you okay. want me to keep going number, or do you want to go? Yeah. Okay. Number four. The acclaimed with daddy ass. It is truly daddy's, at, daddy ass's house now. Um, yeah. You know, we both uh, talked about, we, we, we both went so far as to say that Tony Khan had lost his touch with the people and did not have his finger on the pulse of the fans by not pulling an audible and putting the acclaimed over. And I yeah. thought there's no way they're going to recapture that. No. I think they could. They might. I think Arthur there's Rush. an opportunity. I think they are setting guaranteed. the stage for it. No, but I I do believe after last week that they are letting the people coming to Arthur Ashe know that that's yeah. what that's what they have the potential to do. So I think if the fans pick up on it, then then it could be great. I think they did a. I'll just put it this way. I think what they did just in that one short promo where they cut off. Uh, Max and Swerve basically went full heel and kept Keith Lee out of it. Yeah, uh, which was great. And I like the idea that maybe when they lose, yeah, Swerve's the heel, come, Keith Lee's mm -hmm. face is great. Yeah, I feel like what they took a step toward doing that. Yeah, and by the way, yeah, Swerve seems like a re like he is a good face. He is also a great heel. Yeah, he is. He can do. You both. can just tell that in thirty seconds. You can. Tell. Yeah, yeah, I love that. <laughs> So um, I, we'll see. We'll see if they can do it. 
it's almost like when the Muffin Man himself, when the Pepsi Man debuted, mm-hmm. nobody knew he was going to debut, but everybody thought he was going to debut. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like everybody thinks they're going to put the titles on the acclaimed. Arthur Ashe, nobody knows, but they're letting mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. you know, with a wink and a nod, tune in. You're going to like yep. this. Yeah, you're going to like so this. So I'm all about it. And my God, Billy Gunn, daddy ass, <laughs> this man, I hated, I hated when he was called Mr. Ass yeah. back in the day. Right, back in the, yeah. But now, but I love daddy yeah, ass. It's daddy ass. I love, house. I want daddy ass to scissor me. My God. <laughs> yeah, it is daddy ass's house. <laughs> Who knew that the, the maybe the height of this man's career was going to yeah. be 2022? Yeah. And I've said it before on this show, and I just want to say it again. Yeah. This tells you the level of talent we were dealing with during the Attitude Era, mm-hmm. during the NWO era and WCW, mm-hmm. and that this man was almost an afterthought. He was like number three, four, or five mm-hmm. in his faction. Mm-hmm. And he's like six five, built like a Greek god. Yeah, can talk. He can. I, I think he has some of the best punches in AEW to this mm-hmm. day. Mm-hmm. He is a solid worker to this day. He like he is a guy that I think in any other era you put him in mid south, he would have probably been world champion. Yeah, any era of it of, of of the NWA, I think he would have been world champion with his size, his look, his work rate. But in that era. He was just a tag team guy underneath Triple H and Shawn yep. Michaels. And that is un- insane. It's crazy because the way that he works now and what he can do now, he's very similar to Sting. He, yeah. he only does a few things. He knows what to do and he knows what not to do. Does them well. And if they wanted to, they could treat him like Sting. Now, it would be a little weirder because his reputation isn't as like, legendary because right. he was Mr. Ass back in the day and all that. But yeah. But. Like after they get through this thing, there's a story to be told of him trying to have one last run, you know, and I think he could have a lot of those same sort of stingisms where it's like, yeah, like he's still a giant, you know, he could no, probably, he absolutely yeah. he is. He's one of the biggest guys in this company. Yeah. And you want to talk about Hoss fights night on a right. guy that should be in there. He absolutely should be in there. <laughs> Sometime when there's not as much news to talk about, we should um, we should book a Hoss fight. What town it would come from? Like our dynamite show. What would okay? How would we book Hoss yeah. fight twenty two? That's either October or November. We're gonna okay. do that. We're gonna have Hoss fight night uh, on the boom. Yep. Okay. You're number three on your heat index. Number three, and I surprised myself by this, but it's MJF, who should be number one. Should be number one. Exactly. But because of the guy, the other guy. Yeah. Uh, he's not. But at the same time, I think it's a little on him and, and probably Tony Khan a little bit because he came back and I thought, oh, my gosh. He took the time off, whether it was planned or not planned or how much of this is all, you know, a work or whatever. Yeah. He should be coming back as the hottest star in the industry. And this should be a completely new era for MJF. But he came back and he did the same lines. By the way, I want to throw this out. Okay. You know what? Keep going, and I'm going to okay. add this at the end. Never mind. I'm sorry. Okay. Okay. So he he was the same guy. He came back, and, uh, you know, I, I did love 
how he I came out the face with the problem. jersey, the face stuff, mm -hmm. because he was spoofing was the Muffin Man. There was a thing yeah. about it that was very much like the Chicago first dance thing of like, ah, oh, shucks, you guys, I just can't be mad at you. And, you know, <laughs> like the local sports team with the knowing reference to yeah. the local town, the, you know. The fact they're selling a hockey jersey with Pepsi right. Man, with Muffin Man on it. Right, right. That he's he's out there doing that. And I thought, OK, that's pretty clever. Um, and then so I thought that was great. But then once he Mox came out and he dropped the facade and started doing the heel stuff, it was literally lines that we heard before he left. Yeah. And I'm like, and I, needs... I was a little disappointed that he just came back as the exact same MGF as he left as I wanted to see the next era of MGF. Yeah, that was that was a little disappointing. And um, I liked the face stuff so much as in and I liked the face to heel change so mm -hmm. much when Moxley came out. Yeah. But you're right. The The downside was it was the same heel heel promo mm -hmm. and he's had months to come up with new stuff and he's, he's a guy who generally has always had some fresh stuff along yeah. with the classics yeah and there's, and that, there's, a, and there's I, a go ahead i'm guessing his most of his mental effort went into perfecting the face side of that and he did yeah because of that he didn't think he needed to put in as much mm -hmm. on the heel side when in reality he kind of did and it may have been very different based on who he was in the ring with when he had to, you know, if it, if it was going according to the original plan, he might've had some other stuff planned. And I wonder how much of it was them being a little too clever for themselves because he started doing all the same stuff. And I literally like, you know, when I'm watching dynamite, I spend a lot of time in the fight game media, Facebook group, and I'm sitting there like commenting and, and as he's doing this stuff, I typed mm -hmm. tonight is not the night for this. To, right. to to be trashing at AEW compared to WWE and calling WWE a real company, That's... talking about Nick Khan being the real Khan and all that stuff. And then literally right as I typed that, John Moxley said, this is not the night for this. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and so no, there was a I... part of me that wondered if they were just being a little too clever by having them do all that and then have Mox like shuffle them out of the ring. One of my friends has gotten real negative ever since Cody Rhodes left towards AEW, yeah. and he, he did love AEW, and that's one of his biggest things I've been dealing with mm -hmm. lately is we don't need people, we don't need future stars, future champions shitting on the company like this. We right. really don't, especially no. not right now. Mm -hmm. So I'm glad Moxley said it, but it still begs Hopefully, the question, yeah. is that enough? Right. Hopefully like, that's the end of it. I hope so. I really hope so. Because, yeah, we, we don't need that from stars in the company because a lot of people are still unsure of what was happening with MJF. Was this actually an issue where he almost left for good? What was this? And then to have the same thing out of CM Punk, mm -hmm. it looks really bad. And I want to believe that was all an angle leading up to whatever's going on now with MJF. But I don't know. I don't know. Okay. That's a, that's a quarter in the... Uh in the swear jar because you said his name. Oh, shoot. I didn't realize <laughs> I said that. Shoot. All right. Number two. Daniel Garcia. My God. Total star. Total star. He's such a star and I love it. Yeah. It's awesome. I really, do you think he's going to do, he's already a heel-ish, you know, mm -hmm, you mm -hmm. think he's going to do a full heel turn on Brian Daniels? Yeah. I still think he will. Yeah. 
it's gonna oh it's gonna hurt so much it's gonna be really effective it's gonna be it really will. effective yeah because i i want like i want him to be a face so bad mm-hmm. he oh, was he was face so bad so great in this and the, the the town i mean i just love it you're so starved for seeing hometown heroes in the last couple of years we've just gotten so many hometown hero moments and this was just one of them we got ticker tape baby yeah we got the whole right. celebration it was beautiful yep. yep and they have kind of low-key been building to this between him and wheeler Yuta for a long time we've had mm-hmm. this match before and daniel garcia lost really surprisingly i thought lost yep but Tony Khan likes doing long-term booking, and this was I another think instance He knew what of he that. was doing. Yeah, I think he knew yeah. what he was doing there. So I'm really excited. Daniel Garcia is is kind of popping right now when we mm-hmm. need young, homegrown guys to pop. He's a guy I'd never heard of until he came into AEW, yeah, and then same. all of a sudden he's Battle of Los Angeles. He's everywhere. He's just everywhere, <laughs> and I love it. <laughs> Matt and Angus boys all grown up. That's right. All right, number one. Number one, John Moxley. He picked up the flag. The only he's picking guy. up the ball. He's going to be a legend. He's the new face of the company. He's the ace. He said so. I think he is. Uh, I think a lot of people, the only people I know that don't love him right now are the people who are just like, feel they kind of feel like he's the Roman Reigns of AW and that he mm-hmm. hasn't really lost for all this time. And I, I looked up the records and I'm like, before All Out, Mm-hmm. He had one less loss than Kenny Omega, mm-hmm. and now they're tied, literally right. tied with the same. Like he, it, it feels like he's he's more protected than he actually is. I think, mm. but you need somebody you can put you can you need somebody that can carry the company on their back, and he's the guy who can. He's the guy who like, can. The fact that, the fact of the matter is, in Chicago at the pay per view. I felt like he got an equal number of cheers yeah. to CM Punk. Am yeah, I wrong on that? No, he did. I yeah, think he did. That takes incredible level of star of star power mm-hmm. to get that in CM Punk's hometown. Yeah. Before, oh, bef- I keep saying it. <laughs> I'm, I'm having I got like ten dollars in this swear jar now. Um, before Pepsi Man went off on everybody, mm-hmm. you know, before the Muffin Man had his Muffin mm-hmm. promo, right. And so I think he's the right guy. I, I really do think he's the right guy. I wish it was Adam Page, but it's not Adam Page. It's No, it's at least John not Marks. right now. Yeah. 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 There's time for Adam Page. It's fine. Okay. Yeah, so that's my, I'm, I'm that's gonna, my five. I'm going to go through my five real quick. I'm just okay. going to run through them. I have Daniel Garcia at number four. Okay. I have, C, I have MJF at number five, and I wish he was number one. Um, Moxley at three. Okay. Um, unfortunately, Muffin Man at two. Okay. And the and the elite at number one. They're the only things anybody's talking about, and they're That's what true. everyone wants. Yeah. They're what everyone wants, and they're not getting. Mm-hmm. That sucks because I yeah. wish everyone wanted Mox and wanted MJF and wanted Daniel Garcia mm-hmm. and the acclaimed. Mm-hmm. That's what I wish everyone wanted, and we did want that. But now that this story broke. It's all anyone wants is a resolution to the story. Yeah. So no matter how much great stuff you give us from Daniel Garcia, MJF, Moxley, the acclaimed, it's not what everybody's tuning in to see. And that's a shame. Yeah. I hope it doesn't. I hope that it doesn't hurt the ratings. I hope that, that they're able to, to get people excited about what they have instead of uh, being hurt by what they don't have. 
Exactly. And I'm, I'm hoping we can get there real soon. Yep. Okay. Instead of going through all the matches from this week, because we've mm-hmm. got like 10, 15 minutes left. Yeah. Let's just talk. What were your favorite matches of the week in AEW? Because there were lots mm-hmm. of great ones. Lots of so, really good ones at the very yeah, least. So we already talked about, I loved the, I loved the Danielson hangman match. It was, mm-hmm. it was just way, way better than anyone thought it was going to be. I didn't think they would, they would go that hard with it, but I also really love JR's favorite match of the week, which was the Claudio Castagnoli and Dax Harwood match. Can we talk about how Paul Fontaine keeps <laughs> um, getting into it, it keeps getting into melees with the top men yes. in AEW? Yep. First with Muffin Man back in the day and now mm-hmm. with JR mm-hmm. over calling him out over his favorite match. <laughs> it's fantastic. If you don't yep. know, go check out Paul Fontaine on Twitter. Um, he kind of said, like, hey, J- JR, yeah, this you was watch- your favorite match. Yeah, did you watch all these other all matches? Out? Yeah. And JR responded. Yeah. He was I don't he wasn't full red ass. He was like pink no. ass JR. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he was he like didn't, he didn't sauce and it. And he's completely. like, Yeah, I saw it. Yeah, he didn't yeah. completely sauce it. It was minor it was like the the uh the light sauce. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. It was the mild. But um I was, I really liked, I really liked, I mean, I like everybody in the match. I liked best friends. It's mm-hmm. not my favorite of the week. I like best friends versus death triangle. It was fun. I yeah. really, I really, it was fun. Exactly. I really enjoyed Dan Housen trying to curse people. Mm-hmm. And first he tried to curse Jose and then he yambagged him. So the curse yep. worked. The um, yambag Housen. Okay. What was, did you think Claudio versus Dax lived up to what we wanted out of Claudio and Dax? And I seem to ask you a question like this every week because we do keep getting matches that are just really mm-hmm. exciting. Mm-hmm. What'd you think? I thought it was really good. You know, I usually very before good. we record, I try to rewatch every. I try to watch the the three man hours again, and I didn't I get to this week, this week. So yeah, yeah, I didn't get to rewatch anything. So I really want to watch it again to kind of break it down more. But um, I mean, it was long, which I really liked. Um, and it was believable. And the thing I liked about it was yes. it reminded me of um, like way back in the day during like the Clash of Champions era when you would have like Bobby Eaton against uh, Ric yeah. Flair. Right. Yeah. And you would have like, hey, you know what? This is this is the world champion against one half of the world tag team champions. And this guy can hang. Right. Yeah, and and so famously, even if you, Ricky, yeah. Ricky Morton took Ricky Ric Morton Flair to a time yeah. limit draw. Right. So that would have been incredible if they had done that, like done like oh, a 30 minute no. draw or something like that. But I thought it was super solid. Dax Harwood continues to be pretty much my favorite wrestler right now. What did you think of Chris Jericho's description of the body of Dax Harwood? <laughs> I missed that. What did he say? A cigarette machine with a head on it. <laughs> I think Dax I think probably like that. very... I bet Dax liked that because Dax yeah. is one of the few people watching yeah. old enough to know what a cigarette machine looks yeah. like. Yeah. It is very wide, thick, <laughs> thick with a number of C's. Yeah. You can't move it. Pop. Yeah. Very difficult to, to move or maneuver much like Dax Harwood. I, I thought <laughs> Jesus, that's great. <laughs> that's fantastic. Also during oh, that, man. I think it was during that match. Uh, the, one of my favorite calls of the night was when, um, Caprice Coleman asked Chris Jericho, Chris, do you realize that the rest of us are using our inside voices in the class? I popped. I yeah. popped completely for that. Caprice is fantastic. He is great. I really want our wish to get its own show. Um, 
I'm going to say this right now. Mm-hmm. And it's something that Mike Gilbert has, has talked has kind of joked with me about a little bit. Mm-hmm. But um, I work for the Reels Network. Yep. I'm director of social media. I have access to like the CEO. He's right down the hall from me. Mm-hmm. And we just went from the number 85 network in TV to the number 15 network with one mm-hmm. show. And as we know, ROH is looking for a home. Yeah. And if they're having trouble finding a home. Yeah. <laughs> I think I might make a little pitch like, hey, there's one more yeah, show right. that could get us some pretty good ratings right yeah, now. Yeah. I'm I'm legitimately going to bring this up with somebody this week. Yeah. Because maybe, get a little tie-in. You'll I get mean, plugged hey, on Warner well, Brothers Discovery Networks. I think this would just lead to, to Pepsi Man fat shaming me on national <laughs> television if I was in the arena. I'm okay with it's that. It's a badge of I'm honor. Absolutely Paul will okay. come to your defense. That's exactly right. I know Paul Fontaine's got my back. But what this comes down to is we it's very difficult coming up with match of the week. There were a lot of really good matches this yeah. week. Um, by the way, Sammy Guevara versus Darby Allen was a very good match. That was a good match. Um, yeah. it, it was a it was it was a real good match. And uh yeah, like that's they put together they they put their best foot forward and their best foot their best foot's wrestling. Absolutely. Really good wrestling, and that's mm-hmm. what they gave us with a lot of their top people. Yep. Um, they still decided to put some 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 dark people and elevation people on rampage for whatever reason. Yeah. Um. Why not? Why not? We got a uh, Samoa Joe versus Josh Woods, who's not necessarily an elevation guy, but a guy I'm not that familiar with. Mm-hmm. Um. Either way, great week of AEW. We didn't get what exactly what we wanted, but what we want, we're not going to get probably for a while. How long do you think until they wrap up this investigation? It feels like they probably could have gotten all. I have to assume they got all their footage, all their interviews done this mm-hmm. week, most mm-hmm. likely. And then they've just got to have independent uh, legal people go through it. By the way, one thing that's been put out there was like pending legal. Like part of this is pending legal action. Mm-hmm. Apparently, CM Punk was absolutely threatening legal action mm-hmm. on the spot. Mm-hmm. But again, everybody was hot headed. Yeah. The, the elite leaving. Punk suing people, a lot of that might not be legit. Who knows what what people thought the next day when their their minds were a little clearer than in the moment when they're trying to devour <laughs> their former friends. Who knows? Hey, but I, I guess look we're forward find to out the in coming weeks. I look forward to the podcast where we find out that uh, Ace Steel didn't get his legal bills paid. <laughs> yeah, if Punk said he was going to pay him, that is not uh, that is yeah. not solid Don't, precedent. Yeah. Pump It Up is wrapping me up hard right now. Any other things you want to get in before we go, Kevin? Nah, nothing that can't be saved for later. Yeah, there wasn't really a should have been on Dynamite because I didn't get a lot watched. Listen, I, I'm sorry to everyone I didn't rewatch all the shows today, but I was I had to deal with an emotional roller coaster, not with my dog having to go to the emergency vet, with the New Orleans Saints game today, where uh. they finally, in the end, won by one point over those those. Just the the worst team in, in professional sports, the Atlanta Falcons. Those monsters. I'm trying not to cuss as much. So that really that really limits what I can say about the Atlanta Falcons. Um, <laughs> That's so, so funny. Yeah, I, I don't live did, in a part. I don't live in the part of the country where anyone has any feelings whatsoever about the Atlanta Falcons. That's fair. I'm a, and I'm not. I don't hate Atlanta. I love Atlanta. I just hate the Falcons yeah. because you have to as as a New Orleans Saints fan. Yeah. 
And if you if you check out my Instagram stories today or whenever, you'll find that also part of being a New Orleans Saints fan is when they beat the Falcons, you have to be as obnoxious as possible about the win. <laughs> you have to be as obnoxious as you can. You have to make the stories go for a solid hour and just bury the Falcons every chance you get, which I've been doing today, and I'm not finished. Good. When I lay in bed tonight, yeah, it's going to keep going. Yeah. So. From me, from Kevin Ely, from everybody here at Fight Game Media, thank you for joining us today. We hope to see you again back next week, and we hope all of you have a great week. Talk to you then. Talk. You know what? I am terrible at wrapping this up, Kevin. <laughs> Bye, guys. Talk to you next week, everybody. Bye, guys. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.